Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 73. I'm your host, Owen, and joining me today is your co-hosts... Zach Grosser. And my last name is Williams, because I didn't say it. We're going to look at tech under the hood. But this week, I think we're just going to go straight into it. we got a crazy week of topics, and it's just all fake news. It's all fake news. And I think there's a heat just... wave going on, oh so my God. it's we're just super like... warm in his <laughs> I'm room. watching the like thermometer go up, I, like metaphorically, but... Yeah. I wish I was watching it. Oh, um, so, okay, this has been a weird week, actually, in general. I feel like every day there's been some bombshell shit about Facebook, and I can't even deal anymore. I mean, I feel like it's been like that since, I don't know. 2016. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 2016. Um, you both are not on Facebook anymore, no, are you? No, I deleted it. Did we ever talk about that? You don't even have it. I think we did. I haven't had I think it in you mentioned- a long time. Yeah. 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 Um, but I have an Instagram account, so, like, hypocrite. Yeah, <laughs> I also do. I mean, it's the new Facebook, Instaface. Uh, they're actually adding Facebook notifications to Instagram now. I'm deleting my Instagram account. Yeah, I'm getting out of that. Anyway, so um, I think like, okay, so where did it start this week is a good question because it was kind of just like a normal fake news week. And then there was the Congress uh, hearings. The first one was bullshit. They, were, they got summoned there to talk about fake news and how they're dealing with it. Um, but then they had a second one where they started getting chewed out um, because so there's this whole thing about Infowars, and it's like I don't know if you ever looked at this page, but it's just the most it's insane conspiracy theories under the guise of like hard right, right? And things. they they use they use it to sell products. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know, like it's it's always of, muscle mass stuff. Yeah, it's muscle mass stuff. They have like these crazy like uh, crazy items targeted at like toxic right. masculine like mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. So they've got this like I can't even remember. There was one that they did on the. Um, Last week tonight with John Oliver, that was oh, like yeah. this crazy, ridiculous camo thing yeah. for like, I wouldn't even say it. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll link it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so there was this whole thing with that that came out last week because Facebook kind of um, they did this weird thing where they invited all the media to their headquarters in New York um, to try and show them that they were good at dealing with fake news now, and then immediately the first question uh, during the Q and A time was. So why is InfoWars allowed up and what are you going to do about it? Like, are you going to delete it? And Facebook was like, well, uh, no. <laughs> and we think that like just because you think it's wrong doesn't mean it's wrong. And everyone's like, wait, so you're saying that the articles that say Hillary Clinton is a lizard or, are or maybe correct? <laughs> or like an example that we'll bring back up in a second yeah. for the Recode interview, mm. but like, Infowars said that the Sandy Hook massacre was oh, yeah. fake. Yeah, it was oh, like it was staged. And the Holocaust was uh, maybe a lie as well. Well, and yeah, that, like, that comes up se- almost separately no, in the but like, yeah. okay, interview. So but I did read this part mm. uh, about the Sandy Hook and the yeah. Holocaust thing, and what I think he meant to say is like people are entitled to their own like uh, path of learning stuff. Yeah, but. <laughs> it does get a bit murky when it's about like the Holocaust and Sandy Hook. Yeah, it's also <laughs> just like factually incorrect. Like, yeah. even if you want to, like, Facebook's whole stance is not taking a stance. Yeah, and uh, it's really it's been really frustrating to watch this week unfold because they keep insisting that like, no, 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 but Infowars deserves a platform because like they're producing content. Like, Facebook won't say Oof. we won't delete. We'll delete it. They'll only say they'll delete it if it's violent. Yeah, if it causes harassment, so it's post-violence. Yeah. It's not even, it's not even, we'll 
delete it if it's going to cause violence. It's they wait till violence or harassment and this happens. Ha- this happened with the Pizzagate thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, they incited people to, like, go to a place and somebody got killed. Like, what the heck? So, Mark Zuckerberg was oh, on man, uh, Kara Swisher's podcast this week, uh, Recode Decode, which yep. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Kara is amazing. And she, I don't know how she did it, but she sat in the same room with him for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Kara is personal friends with a lot of billionaires. Let's put it that way. Oh, interesting. Um, She's like Walt Mossberg. You know, on you Walt say, Mossberg's... You say it uh, like it's a really bad thing. No, so uh, I don't like Recode very much because they're not impartial. So like Walt Mossberg, every second paragraph used to write... My personal friend, Steve Jobs. Oh, interesting. <laughs> when he I, was reviewing the MacBook. I always liked Walt's take on things, and yeah. I like all of the Recode staff, yeah. honestly, because I, I almost prefer that they have an opinion yeah, of, like, exactly. what is Facebook is doing is wrong. That's what I love about Kara. Yeah, and me too. Um, Carry on. I totally derailed it. Uh, yeah, okay, so she was interviewing Mark. Uh, I tried to listen to it, and it's really hard to listen to because it's so long. But um, he puts his foot in his mouth. <laughs> and quite, almost quite literally quite literally <laughs> she, he, she brings up the infowars thing yeah. and he takes it a step further and he goes well let's talk about something uh else holocaust denial <laughs> and he says that he he takes it very personally because he's jewish and oh wow he thought he was gonna get points <sighs> that is weird um it was weird uh wow and yeah, what what he's saying, he what he said versus what he meant were two different things because they had to release a statement to retract what he said on the podcast about like Holocaust denial is okay. It's not really what he meant, I guess they say. My but, favorite thing about this is the Onion then ran something an hour later that said Facebook is sorry for giving Mark Zuckerberg a platform and they'll delete it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god. Um, but it was what what was fascinating about that backtracking to me was that they um it was on the very same week that the president of america actually had to go back and say no i didn't mean that the same thing and it was just like this crazy parallel to what's happening uh with his thing is like they can't seem to connect the dots that like all of this is related and then today it came out that um facebook privately was uh thanking the campaign Mark, for Mark doing Zuckerberg stuff and called he, yeah. donald trump a few days post-election to congratulate him on using the Facebook advertisement platform so effectively. Oh, my God. I cannot believe how this fucking website started as, yeah. a, like, a university dating app. Hotornot.com and or now, now we're here where he congratulates, like, my brain yeah. explodes over this. I cannot, yeah. I cannot, like, yeah. So I've, I've, been, I've been feeling conflicted more than ever about having a Facebook account yeah. and also deleting it. Because I feel like I should delete it, but then I also feel like I lose so much, and then mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like fuck, they trapped me, really. Like yeah, but that's why Facebook has so many features because Facebook on its own isn't actually that trapping. But then you add events and you add um, Messenger and maybe one or two other things, and you've got something that you can't get rid of. Yeah, easily. It's your it's you know it's your contact book, it's your calendar, and it's. But it really hurts that my like personal life is in there. Yeah. That my personal contact contacts are in there, and that even part of my business in, is in there. Like right. If I see, look at Instagram, for yeah. instance. Yeah. Um, and and like I. 
it's painful. I had the I, I tweeted this this week. I said so. I've deleted mine what two weeks ago. Like I just felt like I couldn't participate in it anymore. And I was no. seeing the same shit in my feed at this point. It's like wow, the fake news is actually sort of reaching me. But I I honestly feel like I don't see a way that they could fix it either. I don't think that they want to. Like yeah. I think that Facebook.com, the product, is not a product anymore for them. Like they're not really doing much with it. It's a money thing they use to as a vehicle towards the next thing. So I think something the three of us have talked about a lot before and that came up when Kara interviewed Mark was mm. this, like, don't you think you need to take responsibility for more of this? Like, you created this, so ultimately you've got to do something. And they really don't want the right. responsibility that they should, that they have to literally the world. Um, you know, they incited, they didn't incite genocide, but, like, they didn't not, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, and it, but, but taking no stance is taking a stance in those situations, yeah. I think. And, like, a lot of this shit really racks me up because I think it actually comes from Zuck. Like, he is the kind of guy who just doesn't want to... Like, all of his vocabulary for the last five years has been, uh, you know, like, we're going to let the community do it. And you're like, okay, guys, like, please don't make it a giant three billion people democracy at some point you just have to say look this isn't welcome on our platform why right. is there no internet police there yeah well that's a or whole another internet topic. rules well there or, are but no so, they're not because they decide that they're not and they decide yeah. people will find out on their own and then and then they right. have then they have like halls full of people in berlin like fishing through the fuck fucked up shit that people post to yeah. facebook and then deleting it and then like they are fucked up for the rest of their lives and they don't want to live anymore like what yeah. the hell is this for strange and facebook <laughs> i think facebook internally um abstracts really... this <laughs> abstracts this away by like blaming the media and blaming the state of the actual internet and i think that's how they're able to get away from it it's like well the, it's the media's fault they're the ones generating this content yeah. there's obviously an appetite and i'm like there's always going to be an appetite for bad shit but it's also interesting what's happening around this um, for like people are like trying to find solutions for this. So recently, um, I think um, it's now possible to see the origin of a WhatsApp message. For instance. oh really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they oh, had, if it's a bot or something. They or... had a really big pro- problem with fake news in uh, India. Mm-hmm. I think North India, where people started creating their own fake news and sharing it through oh. WhatsApp. Um, and it, it started to have a real... Oh, because you could like, forward it or something, right? Yes. And you couldn't see where it came from. So it was from. like forward, forward, Interesting. forward, forward. And it, it would go forward like... Forward for a, forward. Yeah, w- yeah. yeah. Well, it would go like a mess. Like, what was it called? Like, in, in Dutch, we would say like it's going like a fire. Viral? Kind of. Yeah. In their community. And then someone was at, at some point uh, out of the blue a rapist while he wasn't. What? Um, so they, they added this feature on where you can see what the origin is of a... Uh, yeah, and they've got the audits for ads on Facebook now if they're of political origin, so you can see um, who's running political ads. It's quite funny. So like a lot, if you can find a brand that's been running ads... And I also heard that... It shows all of them. I also heard that Apple is trying to make a non-fake news news app. Oh, so yeah. So they have their news app, and they want to, during the next... Um, but it's also very strange. During the next elections, they want to um, mark things with non, f- not fake news. 
Wow. It's um, almost like you should just block the... News. Yeah, like, just don't let um, the fake news in it. Or, or they're like, this is, um, um, what's it called, non-biased, which is really hard because... What does that mean? Yeah, nothing... I don't think things can be non-biased. I've never seen anything unbiased ever. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got a motivation. humans are involved, it's biased. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, it's... I mean, truth is, like, what is it? Like, but that's a, a different discussion. I think all of this is actually, it's like the combination of things, right? Like, it's Facebook... Uh, people don't post on Facebook as much anymore, right? So there's a big problem that comes from that, that most of your news feed needs filling, right? And so they fill it with news. And if you look at the earliest days of Facebook, it was just your friends. It was always like, oh, I don't even remember when links became a thing on Facebook or whatever, but when they added the rich media, that's when it got weird. It's so weird. I think everything that's happening with Facebook is a distraction from what's actually going on, which is everybody going to private communities and Facebook's model relying on this. Yeah. And they... Because they have a bunch of apps that will give you the private communities as well. Yeah, but they don't monetize any of them particularly effectively. And that's a big problem because their only cash cow is the newsfeed. So we know Facebook buys successful communities right they bought <laughs> yep. whatsapp they bought instagram those are like the two yep. most notable what's the i mean if it's private communities they yeah. obviously want them to happen in messenger yep but like facebook has billions of dollars so are they buying slack next are they yeah, buying a discord next? i'm like, su- I mean, I'm actually a little surprised there's not like a chat thing although i did see that they launched paid groups so you can make a paid facebook group interesting what do you think about facebook for work Oh god! Um, I, I actually heard, think I think it's a cool idea, but I heard yeah. that they're not maybe moving forward with it long term. Yeah, they haven't seemed to make any noise about it for a while. No, it's true. Apparently, a big problem with it is people accidentally posting into the wrong thing a lot. Yeah, but oh. Facebook for once oh. just reminded me so much of Slack. Yeah, exactly. It's like Slack but Yammer and like the same thing. What? Have you used Yammer? It's no. like shit Twitter for businesses. Just uh, Microsoft. Yes, Yammer? Microsoft acquired them. I used it. I've used HipChats though. Mm, yeah, this is like not chat it's like if you combined twitter with threads like actual threads it's weird like twitter has threads yeah but i mean like uh you know in slack how you've got these this separate thread when you yeah. click into it that's how you see it that's what it's like it's very okay. it's not good and it was based on adobe air it was the worst anyway anyway um, facebook facebook at work by the way if you want to rile somebody up just post at fb only on facebook if you have some facebook employee friends um, because that's what you post to post only internally at facebook and so if you post it people are like oh my god you posted on the wrong thing immediately like you i have a friend who used to work there who's always trolling his friends who doesn't it's just amazing. What you could do instead is delete your facebook account. yeah you could do that oh so, so okay let me just quickly about okay. the deletion um I, uh, back to your point about deleting it, I did that because I felt like the only way to protest it was a little bit with my feet, and I didn't really get much value out of it. I was just scrolling. So I deleted it, but then I felt like I didn't really exist, like, almost, because uh, I couldn't, nobody would invite me to events. It's a really weird thing, but it's like, a friend of ours didn't invite me to something because he forgot. I saw your tweet about it, and it was really funny because there were multiple tweets under it saying, like, oh, shit, that's why he didn't reply. Yeah, there was two people. Like, yeah. and it's just so funny because I think it's like, uh, for me, that's my Google Calendar or whatever. Like, I just invite people to calendar events, so I forget. Does it feel like regression for you as well? To, um, to move away from this database where you could find all your friends. It's just inconvenient more than anything. But yeah. the the silver lining is Messenger lets you use it like Facebook without a Facebook account, and so now I just message people directly through that. But it's. Yeah, I know it's still Facebook, but like I don't want the corp like the Facebook the company that distributes to a billion people on Facebook.com is the problem for me. 
But then you could just have a Facebook account and never look at it. Yeah, that's true. But that's not, it's easier said than done because then people can add you as friends or whatever. Anyway. I'd love to go back to the core issue here. Yes, fake news. <laughs> Facebook has caused problems. Yeah. They should be held accountable for it. Yeah. And they're not. There needs to be more regulation, like you said, where the internet police, but Facebook is its own internet. Like yeah. there needs to be regulation written specifically for things Facebook has already done. Mm. Yeah. And I think someone like Mark Zuckerberg should be more accountable to it, potentially even going to prison for it. He's the most ambivalent CEO I can think of. Like every time I think of like the other like even just the other big tech company CEOs, they all have a stance. Like the Apple, like Tim Cook is maybe the most stancey because no, but Bill they, Gates. Yeah, okay. Bill yeah, Gates that's true. Bill like Gates wants to eradicate diseases. Yeah, like that's that, true. He has opinions that are but like amazing. I love Tim Cook for a reason, and that's because of the encryption thing, right? And then if I would think of Sadia Nadella, it's because he his whole thing is like I don't want to ship pe- things for just white people. Like, oh, that's you know, awesome. And that and then what's Zuck's stance? Eating toast weirdly. Like I, I just smoking meats. Yeah, smoke. I've watched that video once a week, every week. Yeah, it's, I, it always feels to me that like he's like a he's like a guy from Third Row from the Sun. Yeah, an alien trying to be oh, human. That's a great show. I I think he's yeah, just a bit is. socially awkward, and but, I don't want to like but attack no, but his I, character. But it's just strange. I do want to attack his character. He bought indigenous land in Hawaii for his private property. Like what? He, he bought like farmers' land that they were like using to live, right. like native Hawaiians. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that because they were suing him. Yeah, they should win. Yeah, he's. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> sorry. I don't know. I, it, a lot of his public persona, because he's so PR polished, he seems like a fake person. Well, that's the thing is he's. Yeah. I think he's. We've never seen the actual Zuck. Maybe we don't want to because it's smoking meats well, and buying indigenous land. Like, but no, I think that the even that isn't real him. I think that's nervous PR polished Zuck. And I think that um, would he know himself? Well, like, that's a good question. I mean, a fascinating. You know, can you imagine being his like shrink? The problem for us, I think, is this guy is not going away anytime soon. He cannot get voted out at Facebook. He has majority control of the board. He can replace anybody on the board. He, uh, which makes even a bigger case. That's a huge problem. I think that should be an like well, it should be an antitrust thing at best. It's like you control a billion people. He's basically a dictator at this point. Uh, Well, I mean, there was that whole thing where he was going to run for president, right? Like, and then he realized that he had the largest nation state in the world. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, look. Like why, this, why would you like sit in Donald Trump's seat after he sat in it if you have your own you can, self-made you like, that thing? Yeah. yeah. And Holy so, shit. look, all of this is to say but apparently that, they're friends now, so right. Well, I think he. Uh, yeah. What was the source on that article? He. Oh, uh, it was. It was a memo leak or something that he. Um, called Trump. I'm sure Trump actually said it or something. <laughs> but um, the, the the point of all of this is to say that I think, uh, honestly, I, I think he's a bit of a coward. <laughs> like, I genuinely Absolutely. think he has an opinion. But I also think he's the villain in the story. Like, right. No, but yeah, everything that's happening around it, you're like, oh, fake news. How do we fix it? It's him. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it, maybe he's not writing it himself, but he's very responsible and you have to think about who's close to him as well. Of it. That's I, the other thing. It's like the closest people to him are Peter Thiel is number one. And he he is the, he was the original investor in Facebook. Um, and then there's Sheryl Sandberg, who is a strange outlier in a sense that she speaks out sometimes, uh, but only about issues that are in her purview. And then there was the two WhatsApp guys who are all gone now. Um, and then the rest of the board, whoever. And that's like the, the, I think that's the thing is he's surrounded by people who are like, yes, suck. Just go read the circle. 
It's a whole <laughs> thing. I would love to hang out with these people just to get a sense of what they are, like what they're doing. Like I would love to hear the stories from within. Or maybe I wouldn't love That's it. Maybe I will kill myself afterwards. Not literally, <laughs> yeah. but like... Maybe I, I think will not like the world be depressing. much anymore. <laughs> I think what I don't like about Facebook uh, as a company is just how cult-like it is. Like if you talk to people who have or do work there, they really buy into it. And that even the executive level, usually a company's this big, you have exec level leaks always. And yeah. like this doesn't because no execs leave Facebook and that's weird. Well, because there's so much money there. Yeah, they've got so much money. But I don't think this is sustainable. I mean, Facebook's ad load, which is like a jargon for like uh how much ad percentage you can deliver versus like how much impressions you have and like their ad load is like 80 percent oversubscribed and that i think alone is like a big red flag right like do you you think that's going to happen for all of these companies including google as they can't fulfill yeah as we move including android yeah move toward this ad blocking yeah restrictive private hopefully operating system environment Mm -hmm. like you know, Apple's doing a lot in yeah. Safari. Google's even pushing for like there's ad blocking in Chrome now. There's ad blocking in Chrome. Plus, like the time well spent yeah. on both platforms. We're talking about hopefully less of the ads, less of these ads being seen. Yeah, I think a lot of this comes back to maybe a deeper discussion about the ad tech industry. Yeah, and like banner ads, man, they're worth nothing. Like the next web when I worked there, they were down to. Um, it was less than 10 cents an impression, but I've heard now it's less than 10, one, 10 tenths of a cent for an impression. Like you have to, there's now a problem in the ad tech banner industry, at least, that you have to fulfill so many views to get the same amount of money. But there's that, also definitely a problem if you look at like uh, YouTube yes. um, yeah. ads, because Ugh. for some reason, um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like this might be a bit of a segue. Is that all right? I love to segue. Let's segue. I'm done talking about Facebook. So YouTube. delete your Facebook account, put Mark Zuckerberg in jail. Next topic. Yeah. <laughs> Zuck for jail. Oh, yeah. God. I, I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jail Zach. Okay. Oh, I love it. Um, no, but I, th- I think it's interesting because I generally see Google as a, not per se as a bad company. Yeah. As a like a good company, but YouTube's part of Google as well, right? Yeah. Um, so weird. And so there's been a thing going on for a longer while that like the um, the people who have less subscribers, they're basically, they don't make any money anymore. It's very hard for them. Like yeah. the, the algorithm yeah. has been like a very big topic under like creators on YouTube. It's heavily unfair waiting. But what I, what I also like, I think they are, or... I don't know if this is actually a thing that they're doing that I just didn't know about, mm. but what I feel is that they are, there's an AI uh, writing down, connotating all the videos. Right. Can you translate that into a sentence that makes sense? So that you, we do you mean um, the closed captions thing? Like, do you or mean the transcription? The transcription? I think they're transcribing everything. Yes. Yeah, they are. They're and, using it for and, the um, fun fact. They use YouTube videos to train the Google Home exactly. algorithms. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's well, but like some of the theory. words, I think, got a very negative connotation. Yeah, and a lot of them are um, to do with people that are disabled, or people that are queer, huh. or people that are trans transgender. Yeah. Um. So what happens a lot is that uh, a lot of 
videos by queer creators get like anti-gay wow um, ads ads yeah. absolutely wow. and um and not just ads but the up next autoplay yeah. video it will be like your queer creator creates like a video and then the next video is like a um conversion camp advertisement yeah. or like a video about uh, like you're gay you're gonna go to straight. hell yeah. yeah it's very very toxic and like you said they're taking away ads for a lot of queer creators they're marking their content as not advertisable crazy yeah. and so like you know just like someone like doing their vlog yeah. that's queer is no longer able to get oh advertisement money. Yeah, and next to the fact that it's super heartbreaking, I think it also kind of shows a, a peek behind the curtain, I guess. Yeah. Like how it's working and that there is a high demand by people who are anti-queer. Um, yeah. So they're bidding up to, like, like you know what I mean? Like, they pay, they'll pay $5 an impression if it gets them an impression. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's... What's what the they, wealth oh, problem? Oh, that's scary. Yeah. That's really scary. I think that this maybe is a bigger discussion. It feels like a fucking open market now. Yeah, it is. Well, it's it's highest bidder, but it's also comes back to the same algorithm thing. I think if we look at like w the trend that I see at least online is everything's going private, and I think people are seeking out authentic connections. Yeah. And I think that we're very quickly learning that algorithms are only good at making detecting things that can go big because they will go big no matter what if you either are paying it with money or if you're just giving it views like it doesn't matter like the algorithm doesn't give a shit you can't make an algorithm well, less racist but what we were talking about earlier is if it's made by a human it has bias and these algorithms yes. are made by people so they have biases built in yeah, yeah but they're also blind biases that's a huge problem it's like they don't know about like the al algorithms don't know they're not sensitive but if we, if we look at ourselves as being algorithms as yeah. well we are training ourselves to be less sensitive as well yeah because we're just True. seeing ads that are targeted so towards us that we just don't think about that much and then think other people see the same things so we think that everyone thinks from the same perspective yeah and then trump gets elected and you're like wow I lived in a bubble. And then, like, but what really happens is the bubble isn't interesting at all. And the bubble but is self-fueled, though. Like, and, But what's interesting is that, like, we are basically emotionally uh, numbing ourselves yeah. for other ways of thinking, yeah. for other people, for to make those interesting connections, mm. which is really fucking scary. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, um, I think that, we're seeing less products use tools like this as a result. Like, I can't think of many modern products that use... Like, I'm talking, like, YouTube, Facebook, all these things use some sort of sorting, ranking thing to decide what's popular. What we're starting to see is you can't get unicorn startups as easily. No. Uh, and you can't get companies of this scale that need sorting like that as easily. And so you're starting to get, like... Uh, every, I think that the size of... Com like, I think that the biggest reason this is happening is that these are like decacorns i think it's called it's like the ones that are worth a hundred billion oh my god or more and so facebook is a decacorn but to get that you had to feed it enough and i don't think that it's a normal size for a company to be and i think we're learning yeah. that so so recently there has been this this um graph going like around twitter and all oh yeah where you see like chart. the, the fine yeah like the pie chart yeah the bad pie chart yeah, yeah it does, i mean it doesn't <laughs> wait it's, what's on the bad pie chart it's oh like it's hilarious half of it is like five companies and yeah. the other half oh. is like 200 companies. but you have to explain the chart even further to say that one half is the top five of the top 500 and then the other half is the bottom 
<laughs> like it's just like the most complicated pie chart. Speaking anyway. of decacorns, this week was Prime Day. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. But, oh, but Zach, we need to point out it was not actually Prime Day. Uh, well, Zach that is, was like, my but rant. Zach is personally annoyed that it's not actually okay, Prime. Okay, so f- just for context, if you don't know, Prime Day is an Amazon fake holiday that they created in the middle of the summer for when there aren't holidays for, no sales. Sa- for sales to be around. It's, yeah. not, it's not like... Even Easter, like just no, like a a, a desert for holidays. Yeah, like July. It's so too they, hot. they were like, is that really why they did it? Yeah, they invented this That's day a, to boost sales. Yeah, so it's like this day shit. is a fabrication actually yeah. in the same way. So, so it was an additional one created and. Uh, Can by I just Amazon. point out that the like most other shopping holidays are covered up by the industry? It's like Mother's Day. It's a shopping holiday, yeah. but like whatever. Amazon's the, like we're gonna slap a trademark term and call it that. I don't, I don't know. In the United States, we call them Hallmark holidays because Hallmark's oh, yeah. like uh, obviously uh, yeah. a big greetings card company. A trademark, trademark <laughs> yeah. holiday, trademark holiday. But they also um, Hallmark cards. Uh, a sales holiday was created by Amazon called Prime Day, and I was just like blown away that they picked the sixteenth for it. Yes. Yeah. Not a prime number. <laughs> and the days are running our prime numbers. Yeah. There's, there are so many between <laughs> 1 and 31. They could have had any. There's but so many I prime numbers. I feel like numbers. Bezos was like, nah, nobody will notice. It's fine. Uh, it's my brand. He's wiping his yeah. eyes with money. Prime numbers yeah. of money. Oh, um, my God. Okay, okay, tell us so, about Prime Day. Well, I think we did a pretty good summary of what it is. Shopping. So what happened this year... Um, uh, they, they, there were sales on crappy products that they wanted some to move ones. out of their warehouse. Owen thinks there were some good ones. I got a good deal. This is only because he got a good deal in his eyes. I'm I mean, actually disappointed of one I missed out on. I didn't but, even go to the website. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be a part, pay part in this capitalism exercise. Uh, only reason I would have is if I hadn't bought my, um, uh, e-reader yet. Because yeah, it's, because it's an Amazon product. So that's, that's oh, the maybe one I, I should have gotten a Kindle. Yeah, Oasis was a hundred euros off. It's all I'm oh, gonna say. All right, all right. I regret. I regret. Yeah, no. I also regret. <laughs> anyway. But I, I don't mind paying full price for things. Yeah, neither. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. Um, maybe that's a privileged position of us yeah. to be able to do that. But true, it doesn't. Matter. <laughs> it, it's fine. Yeah, but we we need the privileged people to pay full price so the things can be good. I so that there can be a prime day. Yeah. No. Um. And it seemed at first maybe like some of the news coverage I read that Prime Day was less successful this year. Mm-hmm. But then there was this whole thing about they didn't have enough computing power for the traffic load they got. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It went down or so something, I can, right? So I can give a little bit of nuance to this just because um, I know information on background from places. Um, okay, so first of all, it's amazing that Amazon can go down. If you consider that they run, like, most of the internet. Um, but I saw it go down at least three times the, on that day. So I, really? I, it went down on the German Prime Day launch because I got an email the moment the Prime Day thing started that all my wish list shit was on sale, and I was like, oh, cool, I'll go look. And, like, that's how I actually ended up in it. But the website was down. And, and then I was, like, obsessed with refreshing it, which probably made it worse. If you're wondering why we're looking at the German Amazon, it's because oh, yeah. we don't really have Amazon in the Netherlands. It's a way to dodge tax. Uh, Amazon.nl, you can go to, and they sell books. And they yeah. tell you to go to Amazon Germany. That's the best part. It's <laughs> like and they have a really, 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 
really bad translation. Oh yeah, it's just it's machine insane. shit. Amazing. It's really bad. I will say that it's extremely well priced because it's from outside the Dutch market that it doesn't compete with Dutch brands. It's oh, competing amazing. with German brands. Yeah, but sometimes that also means yeah. that certain products are way more expensive. Yeah, exactly. It's sometimes backwards, but yeah. I digress. Anyway, so we use German Amazon and I'm like good at reading German now. Uh, I know Offschlossen, I don't know, but like <laughs> login, <laughs> I don't know, I just made it up, but I um, hope it doesn't mean something horrible. <laughs> I think it means logouts, but I'm not Probably. sure. Probably. Anyway, uh, so it, we, I went there, it was down, and so I came back later, and it was up, and then I tried to buy something, it was down. Uh, and then I went back online to Twitter later, and all the Americans were complaining about it being down. And it was fascinating. And I was like, wow, it must be really popular this year. That's not the case at all. Like, there's a CNBC article where they leak all this shit about it. Um, and they're basically saying um, that... Uh, so Jeff Bezos, Bezos is personally disappointed about this, of uh. course. Because so he sends the question mark to everybody, and then you've got to answer him. This is like a famous Bezos... Wait, what? Oh, you haven't oh, read no, the book. tell us this. Okay, so there's this famous Amazon thing. Wait, is this the Bradstone book? The Everything Store? Oh, I don't know. Okay, mind. so there's this famous Jeff Bezosism and or an Amazonism, uh, along with the thing where you like have to make your own desk out of a door when you get there, which is bullshit. What? Yeah. Oh my god, you have to, you have to read this book. It's amazing. This is your first job when you get to Amazon is they give you a door and they're like make your desk, and I'm really like I would probably be like I'm out. <laughs> they make you what? You build your own desk out of a door because okay, that's we, how they did we it. We need to talk about like the horrible working conditions okay, we'll both come, we'll Amazon come. corporate and save in it, the warehouses save it in okay. a second. But uh, so uh, Ugh, no. Go back. Okay. We need to come drama by drama. You get a door? Yes. yes. So they give you a door. So the way that Amazon saved money in the early days is Jeff Bezos and friends went to a second-hand store and bought doors and then drilled legs onto them. One, two... (laughs) What the fuck is that? Yeah. So Amazon's famous for, like, I would say more PR about them being cheap to be better at being... Like, their whole game is, like, we are cheaper because we don't spend money on middlemen. Anyway... So, well, I can exp- do you want me to explain their business model real quick? Soon. Soon. Okay. Please let me get to the Jeff Bezosism. Okay, so the Jeff Bezos thing, what will happen is like it's like Steve Jobs used to be internally so sometimes people externally would email Steve Jobs and it would be like my brother dropped my iPad into a river and it doesn't work. Uh, why is that? And then he would reply like one line and like fix it. But at Amazon, so you can email him if you can figure out his email address. And he often will forward it internally with one question mark, okay? And so if you get this email, you're terrified because he expects a response within six hours or something like this, six to eight hours. And so, uh, and if it's not a like full memo with all the details about how it happened and how you're fixing it, you're fired. Oh my God. And so uh, what happens is like, this happens and your whole team like flips out, they go into a war room, like there's this whole situ- situation where you have to quickly get back to Bezos with her, like, absolute answer. And anyway, so apparently he sent one around the company about why Amazon was down. It's I can't think of a time that Amazon was ever down. It's like Facebook. When was that? It was, like, every time Facebook goes down, it's on, like, CNN. Like, <laughs> but, hey, I didn't um, watch CNN. Okay, I'm never but, on Amazon. Uh, but there's an amazing, like, uh, I remember this, like, CNN news flash that's like, breaking news, Facebook is down. <laughs> <laughs> the first time it happened. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, Instagram it was 10 was years down after. Recently? Yeah, I remember I that. Mean... Sweet release, finally. I like, it when, <laughs> I like it when Slack goes down. I'm like, thank God. And then oh, yeah. everyone just goes to Twitter to do yeah. what they were doing on Slack. Um, the irony of all of this is they all run on Amazon. But um, so 
Amazon Web Services, uh, they run that, and you'd, so you'd expect it wouldn't break. But the nuance to all of this is actually Amazon doesn't use Amazon Web Services uh, right. for its own products. And you, my immediate thought when I originally learned this was, that's a weird, shitty endorsement of their own products. But apparently it's actually, so in the early days of AWS, they really wanted to use it because they were using like bare metal, everything by hand. Um, the AWS team said no because they were scared that it would crush them. Right, it's too um, much work. And I've heard that part of it is on it, but they're not uh, allowed to move still because it will crush them. So they've got like three approved products because um, Amazon is the most traffic site in the world day to day, I think. Holy shit. Uh, like I know, on, yeah. per second, I think. Um, but anyway, long story short, like Amazon actually, there's this memo that went around internally and the engineers are like, uh, quote unquote scrambling for hardware please let us know if you know of anything uh and they, they couldn't find enough capacity to keep the website That's crazy. up uh and it, it's just a fascinating story of like we'll learn in the coming days or maybe not if it was bigger if they succeeded because last year it was a billion dollar sales day that's crazy and so the question is is this a record traffic or is it just like them being shitty well, they're shitty to their employees. That's what I wanted to say earlier. Oh, it's terrible. And a lot of their warehouse employees across the world were protesting across during Prime Europe, Day. Big time. Which is great. Yeah. Um, and then I just, I teased their business model. So can, can I give it like a one please minute do, summary of it? D- doors. Doors. Yeah. Okay. So it's all about razor thin margins, right? That's the whole like, if if we buy it for $100, can we sell it for $101 because Walmart needs to make more money off of that because Walmart has physical space to pay for, right? That's the whole, like, conceptual mm-hmm. of it. But there's this thing in retail about payment periods. So let's say Samsung is selling TVs, right? Samsung sells lots of TVs. Mm-hmm. Samsung sends a TV to Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Best Buy has 90 days to pay for that TV. I think it's 90 days. There's a, a, an actual figure. Let's just say it's 90 for sake of argument. It takes Best Buy on average 94 days to sell a TV. So... Yeah. It's sitting there, yeah. So it arrives, 90 days later, Best Buy sends a check to Samsung, and then four days after that, someone pays for it. So Best really Buy makes that money back. Okay. The way Amazon works, though, is they move stuff so quickly, and that's why they scaled so large so fast, is that Samsung sends them a TV, they sell it in, like, two to four days right because they buy the exact amount they need they have the money from the customer that they don't have to pay back to samsung for the next 86 days right right? so they can take that money they can invest it in their business they can literally invest it to make money on it fascinating and then they they pull out the money and they pay samsung on the last day Mm. and so that's like how they be they crushed best buy so much like i know best buy still exists but like Retail is dying because interesting. That's why by like Media Markt. It's like uh well that's yeah big, it is, it's, it's like cool blue media, yeah we have Media Markt in Europe Media Markt yeah Media Markt has always been like a physical store yes. all although it's always been like a sort of Amazon all I'll oh, say okay so Media Markt is probably the, the is that Media Markt is like a sad approximation of Best Buy just because Best Buy is like what if we had every TV that exists on display <laughs> and you're like. Wow, there's 3,000 of them when you yeah, walk in so there. So we used to have stores that did that, but yeah. they're not here anymore. So then we got MediaMarkt because they yeah. were like, what if we're just a warehouse with yeah. shit in it? <laughs> yeah. And, no, and like, it's everything like just, is it's broken. Just, and it's all like cool stuff. 
like in air quotes it's always like they'll have like no, the was, latest thing for no reason it was cool like 10 years ago yeah. and then they had like this television that was three meters wide and mm. they were like look nice. at this television look at the curved one. <laughs> oh, curved tvs they and they were exist. like 10k or something and yeah. no one would ever buy them anyway so right. we have it we have a lot more topics Let's just jump think, to the next one. I think one. that's, like, a good place to end it. It's just, like, Amazon is kind of just, like, ruining it. It's, it's another... But, like... What did you buy, though? Um, I bought a battery charger, uh, a replacement one, USB-C, uh, and I bought something else that I have forgotten. Oh, like, I bought... did you buy, um, like, an ugly watch or something? I bought that and I sent it back. <laughs> it's really bad. It's so ugly. I should show you. It's, like, what if you made a watch huge? Yeah, yeah, but it's even worse in person. Tech watch. Cool idea. Very dirt. Bad. Um, but I bought Beats X replacement. Uh, because they died. Apple says they're sweat-proof, but when you ask them what they mean by sweat, because you're supposed to run with them, when you ask them what they mean by sweat, they mean a little sweat. Like, they have a measurement for how much sweat <laughs> can go on it. I had two pairs die, and they refused to service them. Anyway, so that was $20. You were a sweaty guy. Well, I was running. <laughs> I was sweating in this I'm sweating room. right now. Yeah, I'm like, so let's keep moving. Let's go. So I feel like we need at least something to tie this all together somewhere in here. Uh... Uh, well, I mine my I'm like angsty about it. We should like protest Facebook and protest Amazon. I like that. Well, okay. So if we look at all of these things, we're actually seeing big sprawling companies that have monopolies that like kind of need regulation. And I think there's a lot of stuff happening in Europe, which I'm alluding to right now, which we're going to talk about next week. Right. And but it's it's a really interesting like consideration that how big is too big and like how and should you regulate and like all of these different things and i think there's a lot happening in this space right now because regulators were scared to do anything for a long time after the microsoft thing years ago so i've been thinking about this a lot like so what happens if you have a toxic community like facebook Mm -hmm. and then all the people who are like this is toxic leave Mm -hmm. (laughs) then it becomes like a whole new level of hellscape it's like a swamp so in a way, I kind of feel like we should, like, stay there and be yeah. like the non-hellscape. Hmm. Well, this is really good that you bring that up. There were companies that were doing contract work with the Department of Defense in the United States, and they protested. Employees protested to get them to drop their contracts with the U.S. government, yeah, specifically for defense purposes. So, it's possible for you to have a positive effect in yeah. a environment like that. Yeah. Because if we just all walk away from things that we don't like as much, then there's going to be only people that love it there. And then, I mean, so, the balance is going to go... I will say that like that's talented. true, but I think you'll end up... Yeah. Uh, I think you'll end up um, giving yourself, like, a stress about this because the big problem is if the company's not um, doing something about it, it's, like, it's on you. Like, there's this whole problem that you'll eventually just stress yourself over the fact that you actually can't solve it because the platform is enabling us. Like, I agree to an extent. I think the actual problem is we should be building companies that have this built in from the start, and that's yeah. why Facebook doesn't have that's it. It was hotornot.com, and then it became, like, the fuckboy platform, and then it became, like, whatever it is now. I mean, this is, like, yeah. the argument always comes back up, but, like, capitalism is bad, and, like, what happens is... is a company has investors and they want to make money mm-hmm. and so it goes to Wall Street to determine like yes more people using your platform for longer is how money work like it's this weird equation of like your stock goes up if you can get more Do people stuff. addicted to your platform and so Facebook's like okay 
way we'll do that. Yeah. And so the incentive structure is all wrong. Yeah. And I think if we weren't stuck in this, like, got to make investors in Wall Street more money, then I think more companies would have those, like, uh, values built yeah. in. Well, it's a, it's a really interesting thing for me because I have been trying to build a thing where people pay for it for a little while. And I've had three or four different conversations with people who are like, what if I invest in it? And I'm like, that would be fun. I'd get a lot of money. And then I'm like, okay, but I don't want to build another thing like the things that exist. Like, I don't want to do that. I want the people who use it to own it in a way. Like, yeah. Um, and it's like, why does it need a billion people on it? Like, that was a fun experiment. Let's never do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it didn't work. Let's not, like... Yeah. And I think it actually, uh, what we're actually seeing come full circle out of all of this is very few free products can succeed at the scale that Facebook did at. So what I really like about this is, like, I'm, I'm saying basically, like, let's stay there and be the resistance. And you're mm. saying like, no, let's learn from it. Let's build something on. better. Like, I think that's maybe it. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's something to consider. We should talk about it in the community. That's where we should uh, yeah. go with this. Yeah. Um, but I like, I, I really, I really want to know your opinion, the listener. Yeah. And I think like a good example well. for the community side of things is like, we have a code of conduct in there actually. And it's pinned in the general channel. And it's like, it's got rules from day one. And that's an interesting thing where Facebook didn't like, they well, just built the rule it. was how hot is this person? Yeah, <laughs> that's the one rule. It's the only thing. Okay, so we only have one other thing today, uh, which is some news about us. Yeah. Uh, who wants to tell it? We're going to XOXO. And you should Woo! come hang out with us. Yeah, that would be super cool. Like, for me, it's going to be the first time I'm actually visiting the US. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to see large burgers you will uh, you're in Poland <laughs> Coca-Cola that are bigger than my head corn um, syrup cor- oh, that would be nice you'll see and, it um, I, I want to eat hot Cheetos every day donuts I don't know if you can get hot <laughs> oh, Cheetos oh the hot and... Cheetos I, so I, wrote, I forgot about that <laughs> I rode a plane from the United States back to the Netherlands with uh, Frederica's partner once and he had a backpack full of hot Cheetos just for Frederica yeah <laughs> <laughs> They're so heavy, it's insane. Maybe you know. It's dense, yeah. Yeah, it's really dense. So, we'll so be in Poland. We're XXO is a festival. A fantastic festival about feelings. No, I, I, it's, it's a internet creators festival, yeah. And it's um, it's my first time at XXO as well as Frederica. It'll be my yeah. second. I almost didn't get a ticket. But, I'm glad you got a ticket. Uh, so, if you're going to be there, come and hang out. Uh, we'll probably, we're going to try our very hardest to record. Last time they had a podcast recording camp van i like hate, the airstream. I hate it but i love it oh yeah I, uh, I, but it was cool because it was from a radio station so it was really well cool. set up um yeah, it looked very very well done. and so we'll find a way to do it there and so if there's anybody in portland we should hang out yeah uh, yeah yeah that's it i'd love to hear bring uh warm cheetos it's so hot in this room that, I know, that, that makes me like feel gross oh my god it's insane so if, if this seems rushed it's not because we don't love you all it's just because I'm dying yeah. um, on that note chargepodcast.com show notes are there they're always also actually in the actual show notes on the podcast app if it supports it thank you for listening um, if you have any feedback hi at chargepodcast.com if you want to hang out in the community there's a fresh link every week where you can join and uh, we'd love it if you reviewed us on your favourite place for doing reviews that is it from me this week <laughs> bye biscuits question bye. mark bye biscuits oh my god I'm going to open the door bye biscuits uh, bye <laughs>
Oh god, okay. Jesus. Oh, thank oh, you. I right. feel like Jesus. I'm a chicken that's like slowly cooking. Yes, yes, like a rotisserie chicken. 